So we're on 68B at the bottom, and uh, we're trying to understand um, when the robber steals it and the owner gives up hope, the owner has yish, so then is it the robbers or is it not the robbers? Does, does the yish work, and how can that, is that going to be consistent uh, with the uh, opinions that we've quoted until now. So in order to uh, be able to answer the case, we said that, uh, that we had a case where the owner, um, we wanted to know why he was paying, if he, there was no yish, which means that it still belonged to the owner, then why wasn't the robber paying double or paying the penalties? So we said that the case was, that the owner, once the robber took it, the owner made it hegdish. He said, you think you're going to take it from me? You're not going to enjoy it either. I'm going to hegdish it. And he was makdish it. And um, that, was what, that was the case that we had said. And now we're dealing with some technical issues with that case. Uh, so we're again at the bottom of 68B. And the owner it doesn't say his reason for it. I, 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 I'm the one who's saying he's going to, you know, you think you're going to steal it from me and you're going to enjoy my cow? Well, and we're talking about a religious crook, meaning that he wouldn't want to use a cow from Hegdish. He, he might steal because that's his livelihood, but he's not going to use it if it's from Hegdish. He'll care a little bit. He'll care a little bit, right, that's right. So the owner said it's Hegdish. And that was the case, and so technically... Um, it didn't belong to the robber at that moment. So the, more, the, the technical question is, how can I make something hegdish if I don't have it in my possession? Umi Kaddish. Is, uh, it's about ten lines up. It would it work that the owner made it hegdish? Amar Reb Yochanan. Reb Yochanan taught, uh, in a case where somebody steals something, and and the owner still hopes to get it back, Shnehem, both of them, the owner and the robber, neither one has the power to make it hegdish. The robber can't make it hegdish because it's not his. And the owner, even though it's his, he doesn't have control over it. In order to donate something, you have to have control over it. So neither one should be able to make it hegdish. So how could we give the answer here that we're talking about a case that the owner made it hegdish if it's not in his rishus, didn't Rabbi Yochanan say that's a requirement? So the Gemara answered, not everybody agrees with Rabbi Yochanan. There's another opinion out there called the Tznuim, the extra pious people. The extra pious people allowed you to make something hegdish even though it was not in your possession. Who were these extra pious people? And so the extra pious people are fascinating. You know, Jews are really very special. Um, there's uh, some people own fields uh, and vineyards, and in the fourth year, you're not supposed to uh, uh, harvest your vineyard and use it for yourself. But it's called revive from the word revi. The fourth year, you you at the, you're supposed to uh, redeem it and take it up to the money and take it up to Yerushalayim and eat it there, or to bring all the all the all the crops up and bring it to Yerushalayim. But meanwhile. Um, there, uh, when you have a field, it's almost like in the supermarket that there are signs not to touch the fruit and people do it anyways. So if you have a farm, 
the people on the road sometimes help themselves. They figure, what's the farmer going to miss a few grapes here and there? But that's actually stealing. But the problem is, the person might be willing to steal, but he's going to end up eating fruits that weren't yet redeemed. He's going to end up eating revai. And so this good-hearted uh, owner of the farm wants to make sure that those people, the dastardly robbers that steal his grapes, don't also do a sin of eating revai. So therefore, the owner of the vineyard sets aside some uh, money, uh, um, they put aside a fund, and they say, Anybody that uh, decides to steal from me some grapes and may not realize that these grapes, uh, it's not just theft, but they're not kosher because they're from Revai, that those grapes should be um, uh, redeemed on the money. So, and then uh, that's all. So, but basically you see from that opinion that you're allowed to make something, um, uh, you can do something, uh, you can redeem something that's not in your possession and you can be maktish something that's not in your possession. So uh, let's look at that Rashi quickly because we're going to come back to this. It's about a paragraph from the bottom. We're going to say later on, which by the way, hopefully will be today if we can get going. Uh, very pious people. They want to save anybody from sin. They have a vineyard in the fourth year, and they suspect maybe the people that pass by will eat from there without it having been redeemed. So you see there's an opinion that says that you can, um, do, you can do a tithing, you can do a hectish type of act without actually being having it in your possession. So that's the Argamora, which says that the owner can be maktish, uh, his stolen animal, that goes like the tznuyim who hold, you don't, you can do it even though it's not, in, you don't have possession. Um, what exactly are these tznuyim doing? They're leaving aside money. And they're taking the kedushas oh, revai on, and, re, and putting it on the money. And then they'll bring the money up to Yushalayim and they'll, uh, it's similar to the Meister Shani process, by the way. And I guess according to the sheet, right, that's right. Uh, but the, the unique thing is that it, even though they're not there, the money's over here and the produce is over there, the Tznuyim hold it could be done. So the more... Is, is that really not in their possession? I mean, they own the field. Um, no, they go up to you. They have to spend that in Yerushalayim, don't they? And they have to go up there, but they don't bring the fruit up there. Let's do the let's do the next. Uh, let's let's do the next Rashi. Uh, okay. Right. So let's do the next Rashi. I think he addresses that. Let's try the next Rashi. Whatever people pick today, mikan afterwards ye it'll be redeemed. Alma afel gafta lesser brishusa. Even though it's no longer in their uh, possession, Mifrik, it can be redeemed, and the money can be. Uh, they've already picked it up, Dr. Yafi. The, it's the, only after the fact. It's after, after, yeah. The robbers picked it up, and it, they're already, uh, you know, taking it home. And he's saying it should be redeemed. 
Yes, yes, absolutely. Very good, Dr. Yaffe. We are going to, we, there, there's the idea in every Masechta, we got to hit Brayra somewhere. That's the, uh, we're going to get there. Right. Correct. So, yes. So again, just to throw in another question, if there's, if there's Brayra and these guys are really new, why don't they just say, whatever they pick is Hefker, so they're not even stealing. <laughs> I, I don't think they can because it's Revai. It's, it's, it belongs to God the fourth year. I see. It's, it's, uh, but you're right, you know, the... Uh, uh, I see, so it can't be Mothgrip. Yeah, it can't be Mothgrip. Okay. okay. So the Mora says, the Mora now has an interesting svara. Um, in this case, it's no longer stolen because once, if you change the ownership and give it to Hashem, so then Hashem, Hashem has it. Hashem collects it. Varikazora Karen Labalim. Didn't it come out... Um, uh, why would you? Why would you have to then the robber have to pay anybody? God has it, and you shouldn't have to pay double. Let's see that Rashi quickly. If the owners made it hegdish, uh, why would the robber have to pay double? God got it back. Because it's holy wherever it is. You only pay double if the robber is holding on to it. But Hashem, once the owner says, Hashem, I give it to you, Hashem says, okay, I got it. So Hashem, so our question here is, if that's the case, why are you paying double? So again, I'm just going into it because we're going we're gonna to explain this even more, but that's the, the, uh, the case right now that we're assuming. So uh, back to the Gemara. The Gemara answers, Kisha'ama Bedin. The case is, the owners didn't make it hegdish yet, uh, but the robber, uh, was being prosecuted. Rashi, last Rashi on the page, the witnesses came before the owners made it hagdish and said, this guy has your stolen item. So, hey, what's the case? If the Beisdin gave the, the order that the robber has to pay back the owner, my ear, you hagdish, why did you have to come up with the case of hagdish? Afilo hagdish nami. Even if he, the robber would, even if the owner hadn't made it hagdish, lo the robber wouldn't have to pay double. The Omar Rav say tainlo. If the basin says go give it back, and then the robber says I ain't giving that back for nothing, and he shakes it and he sells it, he won't have to pay double. Why? My time at keeping the paskalimilsa. Once basin paskins him a robber, <laughs> meaning that. Uh, until now, I've got the cow who says I don't have it. Well, Bazdin said, you're a thief, give it back. Once Bazdin says that, Havile Goslin. Then the robber is, is a, is, we know who stole it, but Goslin, so the Goslin isn't going to pay Dalit Vahey. So, so the more answers, Bazdin didn't yet give a full psak. Um, they just said, you're going to have to give it back. And then he says, I don't want to give it back. He shakes it, he slaughters it. So then, in that case, he would have paid my time. Since it wasn't fully decided, we're three lines down on today's page. He's still a robber. So, um, the, uh, um, basically, we're saying there's an in-between stage um, where Bayesden didn't fully... Uh, put the order in to give it back, but they, he basically lost the case. Basin said, we got witnesses, you owe it, you're going to have to give it back. 
So he is still considered a robber, and uh, therefore, if the owner hadn't made it hegdish, um, the uh, uh, then he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't have had to pay double. So Lamora says, "Lo so that you, now that we have that, you could say that that's our case that that uh, um, the Basin actually did give the psakdin, and that's why he wouldn't pay double. But if Basin hadn't given the psakdin, then then he would still pay. Or the dalad vehay, correct? Gufa, let's look at that again. Omer of Yochanan, If somebody steals something and the original owners didn't give up. Neither one has the power to give it to Hegdish. The robber, because he doesn't own it. The owner, because it's not in his possession. Did Rabbi Yochanan say this concept that you can't make it Hegdish if you don't have it in your possession? Rabbi Yochanan says, if you see a Mishnah that doesn't say in the specifics rabbi's name, it means that that became the accepted opinion. In other words, if the Mishnah just says, this is the halacha, if it says, divrei rev meir, divrei this, so that's one rabbi's opinion. We may or may not agree with it. But if you have a stam Mishnah, a Mishnah that just says, this is the halacha, the halacha follows that Mishnah. And there's a different stam Mishnah, but it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. If it's a Stam Mishnah, it uh, could be. It could be. The Rabbi Yudah Nasi put them together, uh, but it's not always his opinion. Sometimes he's putting together opinion from someone else. But the halacha would be like that. But Tanan, we learned in a Stam Mishnah, it doesn't say who said it, Kerem Revai. So uh, the various farmers, um, how would they let people know that they shouldn't pick from this field? Certain farmers, they let the, the people pass by uh, take some fruit. Maybe that all every, every uh, and other other years they they you know guys traveling by have a whole farm. All if he wants to grab a few grapes, I'll let him take. Well, did you you know imagine like the we have people in the neighborhood put out, put out water for Shabbos in the summertime. You know like the so the farmer says okay I'll you know the people can take. So how will he let them know that this tree was just planted and it's a fourth year? So uh, the the Karen Mavai, so they had a certain way of setting up the fourth year. What they would do, Matzian es kazuzis, Adama, Simna. They would put some dirt there in a certain way next to that tree so that everybody knew uh, that, that, is, that this tree was like dirt. Maya Adama Ika Namina. Just like the dirt, eventually you can benefit from. Hai Nami Ki Mifrika. If it's redeemed, Shari Les Then you'll be able to benefit. That's the fourth year. Vishel Orla, the first three years, the Harasa Simna. They would leave shards, broken pieces there. Just like broken pieces. My Harasa Sheinamna, you can't benefit. What can you do with a broken piece of pottery? If you see next to a, a small vineyard with broken pieces, that means first three years you can't benefit. And if somebody was buried there, Besid, they would use limestone. They would pour lime there. There'd be white on it. Why simna de chaver katsamos? It reminds you of bones. There's some bones here. So the Kohanim know, stay away. Uh, um, 
and they would uh, spill the lime, ki heikan uh, Apparently that would look more white. It was a certain way. Um, Rashi says, let's see Rashi, four lines up, makisho, they would take the lime and water and pour it around the grave. Apparently that would show up better. Okay, so... Um, water, uh, lime's not water-soluble. So it, it probably is like a... Helps it pour, maybe, or... And makes it like a taint, a taint look. Maybe. Uh-huh. Let's see. Yeah, it's it's a white salt, so you can you can see that there's there's white on the ground. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. You sprinkle it on the ground, you can you know it it, it stays white. Oh, it's, maybe it's, it wouldn't blow away that way. As compared to putting a powder uh-huh. on the ground. So Omar of Shengamil Benimor and Bishvi is the Hefkernina. The only time the owner of the farm would do this during a sabbatical year, because normally in a sabbatical year people would take, and they're allowed to take. But the rest of the sabbatical, the rest of the cycle, if somebody takes your grapes, they're a good-for-nothing crook. Let them do an extra sin. They want to steal from me. They think they're only going to get a little bit of Gehenna, a little bit of uh, H-E-L-L for stealing. They're going to get double H. Not only did they steal, they stole Revi, or they stole uh, uh, Orla. Uh, but the very righteous farmers, they did the opposite. They put aside some money and they said, anybody that picks, uh, they're covered with this money. So, so that's future tense. That's, uh, well, we'll get there. That's going to be the question. So uh, whether it's future or past, very good. But uh, the bottom line is that's a Stam Mishnah, and that says you could do it, the Tznuyim could could tithe even though it's not uh, in front of them. So that uh, how could Rabbi Yochanan say, you're not allowed to make something hegdish uh, when it's not in front of you? Uh, he, Rabbi Yochanan always agreed we go like a Stam Mishnah. And that Stam Mishnah by the pious one seems to say you could do it. The Kitem Amantanus Nuyim, maybe that's not a Stam Mishnah, that's Rabbi Shim Gamliel. Uh, and then uh, therefore, that's, uh, the Rabbi Yochan doesn't agree with it. Aye, but there's a different problem. Even if you have, if you assume that's Rishim Gamliel, guess what? We would agree with him. Because there's only three cases we didn't we agree. So we're confused right now about Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said you can't make something hegdish unless it's in front of you. That Mishnah seemed to say you could. And since it's a Stam Mishnah, Rabbi Yochanan would have to agree with it. The Gemara says, Amr lo tema. Don't read kol hanilkat mizah that anybody that picked from it already, uh, which would mean it's not in your possession, ela ema kol hamislakit mizah. Read that anybody uh, that. Um, uh, well, I, I think the hanilka, mm-hmm. I think that's referring to the fruit. All that has been taken. To the person that took it, yeah. and so that, um, so instead of saying the fruits that are no longer here, you're saying that when uh, when it's picked and it is here, then it'll be tithed. And so that's not uh, the, the uh, that that's not uh, we're not talking about a case where the fruits are not here. That he's doing it while it's here. And, the, and that everybody agrees works. But did Rabbi Yochanan agree? 
what could he possibly work out like the Tznuyim, Omer Rabbi Yochanan, Tznuyim Reb Dosa, Omer Dabrechad. He said that the opinion of the Tznuyim was similar to Reb Dosa. And what did Reb Dosa, Reb Dosa, Nilka Komar? He said, Nilka, after it was picked. Uh, so um, we, we got out of the problem by instead, instead of saying that after it's picked, it was, uh, it was redeemed, we said that no, we meant uh, while it was still here, it was redeemed. But Reb Dosa did say, uh, Nilkat in the future. The Tanya of Yudomar, Shachris, Balabais, Omar, Vomar. Reb Dosa was talking about the following case. He's talking about um, this is a case where the poor people are picking up their, um, the poor people come to the field to pick up the, uh, what they're allowed. In the book of Rus, it talks about how Rus made sure that she only picked like the right things that there, there certain halachas that you're allowed to take stuff that was forgotten, stuff that was left on the trees, um, uh, stuff that's the corners, the paya, but you really almost have to be a learned poor person to know what you're allowed to take and what you're not allowed to take. So he says that in the, the, uh, the owner of the field, he said, whatever the poor people take, they can keep. Um, Whatever they're going to take to, in other words, if they get the wrong corner of the field, I give it to them. It shouldn't be that they're stealing. Reb Dosa says, La Erev, he did it at night. Afterwards. So you see that he did hold that it could be done even after the produce was taken already. So again, it's a question whether it was before or it was after. So we've got a problem here um, that clearly. Rabbi Yochanan seemed to agree, we assume he agreed with this because it was a Stam Mishnah, and uh, the, the, um, the case was that it allowed for tithing after the produce wasn't here, which Rabbi Yochanan said, you gotta, it's got to be in your possession to do it. So we said maybe the way, the method of tithing, we changed the wording to allow that it was here, but it can't be because we said that the wording agrees with Rabdosa, and Rabdosa definitely was talking futures uh, after it was picked. So the Gemara said, you know what? All we need to do is do a switcheroo. Apic to Reb Yehuda or Reb Dosa. Maybe we got Reb Dosa and Reb Yehuda confused. Reb Dosa or Reb Yehuda. So if we switch it around uh, with the other opinion that says that it could only be tithed in front of you, then Reb Yochanan works out. All we got to do is just switch the Reb Yehuda and, and, uh, and Reb Dosa. Rabbi Morris. Son, mm-hmm. Yeah, on that word Nilkat, how do we know that that's a future tense? Few, few, uh, doesn't doesn't the doesn't the nun make it a future? No, uh, I'm not. I'm not so sure. Maybe yes, maybe no. I'm just asking how, how did we how do we know it? Has been taken. Uh-huh. Rabbi Avram is saying it, it it means that it has been taken. Meaning it's it's going on the fruit. Uh huh. Let's see. There is a tosis. Well, um, our scroll agrees with Rabbi Avram. Oh, okay. Very good. Yeah, there, the Tosas does go into this, the, the the grammar of it, how 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 the uh, the differences are. So I think the, I think the, I think the new one makes it like Nifal. like hmm. it was. It, it was, was picked. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what we're saying. Yeah. So Amai Afkus Masnisa Afkur So we know that there's something wrong here. So why do we assume the Mishnah's got it wrong? Maybe the quote on Rabbi Yochanan was wrong. And the Tznui and the Rebbe Huda are saying the same thing. So the Gemara said, 
it, it won't be enough uh, if you switch around the Mishnah, the Bahamas Nisan Tani, the Isli of Yehuda Breira, because the Mishnah says that Rabbi Yehuda agrees to Breira, as Dr. Yafi suggests, Shmi Le Rabbi Yehuda Bialma, the Lesley Breira. So we got all kinds of trouble over here. <laughs> we start switching stuff around, not everything is going to be consistent. Where do we see this? It's not as we turn the page. Um, what, what this, uh, we learned, Halokeach Yain Ribeinah Kusim. Somebody bought uh, wine from the land of Israel, but he bought it from the farmers that were Samaritans, who don't tithe. So it needs to be tithed. On the other hand, you, you don't have a barrel to put, separate the tithe. And you're thirsty. So you've got this big jug of wine, and you need to tithe it, and you're thirsty. So what can you do? So what you can do is you plan on leaving over at the very end the wine at the bottom of the jug and you'll give that to the Kohen and the Levi. Okay? You'll leave your Meister at the bottom of the jug. And you say the following. Shnei lugim lahafrish. Um, the two, two lug of wine that'll be left at the bottom, that's truma for the Kohen. Asara, that's Meister Rishon for the Levi. Tess, there'll be Meister Shani. Umechal, and then he makes Lechaim and he drinks wine away. Divrei in other words, retroactively, we could... Now, the problem with the drinking is it's all one jug. So if you separate what's at the bottom and you bottoms up, you're going to be drinking the, the Truba and Meiser. But because of Breira, you can say selectively what will be left was the part that I meant to separate. Uh, that's Reb Meru Yudah of Yossi, and they say no way. So that seems to say you don't do Breira, and over here, we're saying that the, the, the stuff that was picked today retroactively was redeemed. Well, how did you know which things they were going to pick? Breira. So, um, so uh, we've got a problem here. You, you switched around the Mishnah because of the contradiction. Whether you have the power to make something hegdish in your possession or not. Hashinami, kashir yochan or yochanim. So, Rabbi Yochanan also is going to be a contradiction. Which implies Islay Breira, that Rabbi Yochanan agrees with Breira, Rabbi Yochanan Leslie Breira. He doesn't agree with Breira, as we're going to show you from another case. So, we're, we're running into a minefield over here. We have a contradiction about who allows for tithing when you're not present. Uh, it's not in front of you, not Breshuso. And we solved everything by switching the opinions around, but now we're running into a problem with a different issue called Breira. Um, and uh, where do we see Reb Yochanan typically doesn't agree with Breira? The Omer Revasi. Now, by the way, if you tithe it first thing, it's not Breira. It's only tithed if retroactively what they picked at the end of the day is Breira. So uh, uh, the, the Reb Yochanan doesn't. The Omer Revasi, Omer Achim Shechoku. Brothers divided in the state. So our question always is, what does it mean when brothers inherit an estate? The two, let's say if a person dies and there's two brothers, the two brothers become the father. They own everything together. And then they say, you take this half, I'll take that half. So when they divide the estate, uh, how does it, is it as if they, um, so one opinion says it's as if really each one owned the whole estate. Each one inherited everything together. So when they divide it, in effect, they're buying and selling their half to their brother. 
And the rule is when you buy and sell, it has to be redone every Jubilee. So um, uh, the, the, the reason why, if you hold a Brera, you can say retroactively each brother got the part of his state that was in, he was entitled to. In other words, what happened is the father left, let's say, two cars. And so one brother says, I'll take this car, you take that car. And so that means retroactively, they each one inherited their car from their dad. Or no, they both own both cars. And I had to buy my brother's half of, of one car, and he brought the, the, his half in my car. So the question is, do, uh, do we hold it retroactively, each one got what they were supposed to? Or no, there's a transaction now. But you see from there that Rabbi Yochanan, um, who said that uh, it's happening now, doesn't hold a retroactive over there. So how are we going to work this out? So la'olam kolanilka. Really, let's go back to the original version um, that uh, it, it's kolanilka, uh, which meant um, that was the, um, that's, in, that's in the future. So yeah, that's 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 what they're gonna. That's not after they picked it. That's what they will pick, which is while it's still in possession. Um, I our question was why was that necessary? Why couldn't he allow it for after? Well, he can't allow it for afterwards because he doesn't agree to Brera. But what is he going to do with the fact that typically we allow you to do it even though you're not present? So the answer is um, he found a different stam. So what, what was the problem, uh, our question, which is that Rabbi Yochanan always said we agree with the plain Mishnah and the Tznuyim were a Stam Mishnah and the Tznuyim allowed you to tithe even though it's not in your Rishus. So how did Rabbi Yochanan come out and say that you can't make Hegdish unless it's in your Rishus? So the answer is there's a different Stam. So even though Rabbi Yochanan said we hold like a Stam Mishnah, what do you do when you got two Stams and they contradict each other? He found another one. Where is the other one? The Tanan. We learned the following. We learned, that's our Mishnah that we had, that if you steal a robber that steals from another robber doesn't pay double. Why is that? The, if you steal from the, um, the, the, the one who steals from the first robber doesn't pay because it says, you have to steal from a, a a person, if you steal from a robber, that, that the Torah doesn't give you the penalty. You, you, the when the, um, the Gemara's question is, when you steal from the robber, maybe you should pay the double to the original owner. In other words, a, a person robbed from a robber, but the, what he stole from the robber actually belonged to a different person. So the fact that you don't pay the robber the double, why should I give him the double? He's a crook. He wasn't spo- it's not supposed to be his anyways. But then the question is, maybe you should give the double to the original owner. The, and the original owner will get from two robbers. Yeah. He'll, get, he'll get a double portion. He'll get a double-double, right? He'll get for the first robber number. He's lucky. More than one person stole his item. <laughs> so... Uh, uh, why not? Uh, Robert, um, the, uh, the reason he doesn't get it, the, the um, one robber doesn't pay double because it's not his, and the other one because it's not in his possession. Because you, if it's not in your possession, um, it, you, can't, uh, uh, it's, you can't make it hectic. It's not like you own it. 
So that, that Stam Mishnah shows that um, it contradicts the Stam Mishnah of the Tznuyim. And so Rabbi Yochanan decided to hold like that Stam Mishnah. Um, one second. We want to do. Um, yeah, so the Mora has a question. Well, my chazist also basa hustam, leviki hustam, the tznuyim. So how do you pick? When you have one stam that says you can do, you can you can be maktish something even when it's not in your possession, and you have another stam that says that you uh, you could. So how did Rabbi Yochan decide which one to pick? The answer is mishum de misaimelekra. He thought that the pasuk seems to indicate like the second stam, because it says veishki yaktish is beso. When the Torah talks about making hegdish, it says you give your house kadosh l'shem my beso just like your house. You've got it in your possession when you do it. Avkol brushuso. That seems to be teaching you that you can only be makdish what you got in hand. So therefore, he decided not to agree with the stam of the tznuyim, but he decided to agree with the stam of the 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 person who steals from the house of the rappers. Amar Echad had Reb Yochanan not taught that the tznuyim and Reb Dosa were saying the same thing, I would have thought. Snuim Isle de Revdosa, Revdosa, maybe uh, the Tsnuim agreed with uh, Revdosa, but Revdosa didn't agree with the Tsnuim. What does he mean? Snuim Isle de Revdosa, my Ganav Avdo Rab Umay Beganav, Avdu Rabbanan Takanta. If where you steal a person's um, slave, the uh, no, if where you steal, a, when you steal, the rabbis made the the rule that you are allowed to tithe on it that was going on the case of the uh, the tznuyim. if a guy takes grapes without permission the rabbis allowed you to redeem the karam ravai because uh, this way they won't do a greater sin uh, if the poor people are taking payas certainly they would have allowed uh, you to fi- do it in a way the poor people are allowed to go in the fields and pick so the, the only thing is they pick the wrong thing so um, if they allowed you to do something for the robbers, the Tznuyim, so certainly they would allow you to do for the poor people. But Reb Dosa, he could argue and say, Tznuyim, um, he doesn't agree that you can do something for the robbers. For the poor people, we allow you to do something that's not conventional. But who's going to do We're not going to allow it for the Ganav. So you could have thought that this was we had to do something special here to, to save those poor people. You're trying to help them, and in the end, they would do a sin, so we allow you to tithe, not in front of it. But for the Tznuyim, maybe not. Uh, okay. Omer Rav, Elav Domer Rav Yon, Tznuyim Rav Dosa, Omer Dover Echad, he made a different statement. He said, had Rav Yochanan taught that it was the same thing, Havamina Mantan Tznuyim, I would have thought that it goes like Rameir. Vilav Omer Rameir, because the Stam Mishnah is Rameir, didn't Rameir say, Meiser Mamu Gavohu? Really, Meiser belongs to Hashem. Vafilu Hachi, Le'inyan Padiyah Ukme Rabbana Bershusa. But when it comes to redeeming it, the Torah made it like it was yours. Dixiv Im Go, Yigal Ishma Rasa, Chamisha Yosef. If he redeems it, he pays back. The Torah calls it your Meiser. Umosef, Chamash, and you add the fifth. So I would have said also, how do we look at these fields on the fourth year? Is it yours or is it Hashem's? Well, it's Hashem's and he allows you to redeem it, but do we, does it call it yours? 
So he's saying, I would have thought also, we learn out like Meiser, that it's like yours. Even though it belongs to Hashem. When it comes to redeeming, the Torah considers it like yours. Af Kadosh also in the fourth year. Even though you don't own it, um, basically, it's an, it, we have Meiser Sheni and we have Ravai, and both of them need to be taken up to Yushalayim and, and, and eaten there. Really, what's happening is Hashem like turns you into a Kohen. Hashem says that certain things, even the Yisrael gets to eat from Hashem's table, but they don't really belong to you. But when it comes to redeeming, the Torah allows you to redeem it as if it were yours. That's what we're trying to say, that there's this connection to both. Um, if it's not yours, um, it's really not yours, and you can redeem it, and that's the reason you can redeem it. But in the case of the poor, um, so now the Gemara is trying to make the argument the other way around. We were assuming if you were allowed to do something to save the poor people, um, if you're allowed to do something to save a robber, certainly you're allowed to do something for the poor people. But the Gemara wants to argue that it's a different mechanism because the Torah says in the case of the, uh, the robber in the vineyard of the fourth year, that's really your produce. The Torah considers it like yours and so therefore you have the ability to do stuff with it, like redeem it. But in the case of the poor people, um, let's read the words, of uh, Gabe Leket, I'm sorry, by the the Leket. But in the case of the poor people, Kiva de Day, since it's yours, ki the While you own it, you could say, I make it hefker. But once it's already picked, it's not in your possession. Then you wouldn't be able to do it. And so that would explain uh, why in one case you could, in one case you couldn't. You don't make a, a declaration for Leket, though, do you? Leket is just something that happens because of harvest. Yeah, but if then the poor people are going to come and right. they're going to pick the wrong thing and you notice they went oh, to the wrong so. side. And so at the end of the day, the question is, do we allow you to tithe it after they picked? Um, so the bottom line is... Um, this, is not, this is not like a, what they're picking. Yes. They think it's like Right. It. So we started off with this question about being able to donate something to the Beis Hamikdash and to do heavenly business, so to speak, uh, when you don't actually have the fruit in hand, that, the food in hand. That was the question. And Rabbi Yochanan started off with a teaching that you can't do it because in order to donate, it's got to be you own it and you've got to actually have it in your rishus. And so um, the problem was we ran into the case of the Tznuyim where it sounded like they definitely disagreed with Rabbi Yochanan because they allowed you to do it after it was picked. After the robbers picked your fruits, you could say, whoops, they picked Ravai and I know they wouldn't have wanted to do that sin so I'll, I can, uh, I'll fix it for them. So our question, so then we had a question, well, that's a Stam Mishnah. Why didn't we hold like it? And we, then we found another Stam Mishnah that, that if you have two Stams, you can, uh, it, you're kind of stuck <laughs> when they contradict each other. So that way, at least Reb Yochanan wasn't a contradiction. But then we said a question, Reb Yochanan said that, that, it was, that this uh, case of Tznuyim and Rav Dosa were the same, and one was a case of 
where after the poor people picked and they picked from the wrong tree, they'd be guilty of stealing. And the other case was the case of the vineyard where they picked your vineyard stuff in the fourth year. And we said it was the same. And the Gemara said, why did he have to tell us the same? Isn't it obvious that it's the same halacha? And we said, not so fast. Because first we said, well, you could hold, you could do it for the poor, but maybe not for the vineyard, for the Karen Revai. And, or you could go the other way. You could do it for Karen Revai because um, uh, there the Torah gives it to you. But in the case where the poor people have already picked it, it's not yours anymore. And so you'd have no power over it. So the bottom line is we did need to know that they were similar because we would have made the argument either way that they're different. Okay, we'll stop here. Have a great day, everybody.